Welcome to the Kickstart Your Book Sales Podcast with USA Today bestselling authors Russell Nolte and Monica Lionel, where you'll learn how to supercharge your book sales, go aggressively wide, and take your author career to the next level. So then mistake number three is going after the same 20% of readers that retailers serve. And so this one uh, is really, it's kind of like Russell's thing that he talks about. So um, the way we talk about it is catalog versus direct sales. So retailers are catalog sales, fan-based platforms are direct sales, it sales, one in five, uh, one in five people that you encounter um, that are in your target audience, ideal, ideal target audience. One in five are going to be a guest. One in five are going to be an easy no. Three and five are going to be undecided. And so Russell has actually, he, he tracked his sales for like four years <laughs> at conventions to get this data. And, and it's not just him. This data is in like every sales book you would read. Um, it's basically this, but Russell actually tracked this across, um, many, many conferences, uh, and, and conventions that he used to do probably like, I think he did like hundred uh, over a hundred conventions or something in a couple years. Um, but he saw this pattern really over and over again. Um, and so what he says and what he teaches is that, um, three and the three and five that are undecided, they are persuadable. Um, and so he focuses and has always focused in his career on getting those three and five that are persuadable and winnable. Um, in addition to the easy yes. And so if you've taken our Kickstarter program or um, our direct sales program or really any of it, you'll see that we talk so much about the undecideds um, and that like most of the marketing that we recommend is aimed at those undecideds because that's how Russell has really made his career is by not settling for just the easy yes. So retailers which are the catalog sales again, they go for the easy yes every single time. And it makes sense for them because they have a certain number of readers. Let's say they have, let's say a retailer has a hundred readers and they know that each of those hundred readers are only going to buy 10 books a year each. Um, and so what they're optimizing for is they want those readers to buy those 10 books from them rather than from another retailer. And so what they're going to do, they don't care really which book they're putting in front of readers. They just want to maximize the number of books that they can get that reader to buy. And so what they're going to do is they're going to put a bunch of easy yeses in. They're like, okay, this reader, you know, we want them to buy 10 books from us. This reader likes political books. So we're going to put like Barack Obama's new memoir in front of them. And then we'll put like Trump's new memoir in front of them or whatever it is um, that was, I guess those are kind of a charge example, but not really. Um, But yeah, like it's, they're going to put the thing that they think readers are going to buy in front of them because they want, they want to get to those 10 easy yeses. Um, And so that, that um what that means is that a retailer can really only advocate for an author so much and a lot of what a retailer can do is um they can really just only ask you for like more books so it's like okay we have all these readers who like sweet romance and we have shown your sweet romance book to all those readers 
And so now if you want to spend, like, like we've already gotten all the yeses we're going to get from this book. So now you have to give us another sweet romance book or else we're not going to show you to the readers anymore. Like we need a new book from you and then we'll show it again. Um, and so that's kind of how retailers work. And that's why, um, yeah, I think that's why the author community has experienced a lot of burnout is because like that, that is how retailers work. Um, and and nothing against retailers. We need retailers. Um, but that is how retailers work is they really don't have anything else that you can do with them except like give them another book. Um, so what we believe and what we have seen in our data is that 60% of readers are persuadable, but are not typically shown your book. So this is the reader that reads sweet romance, but you know, they would probably read a paranormal women's fiction if they could be persuaded to, but, um, Amazon is never going to try to persuade them to because they're going to, uh, they're going to give them um, the books that they know are a yes. So they're not going to show that sweet romance reader. They're not going to show them the paranormal women's fiction book. They're going to show them another sweet romance book. Um, and, and this is a very simplified, um, very huge simplification of how the algorithms work, but it pretty much is how the al- algorithms work um, how, and how they're designed to work. It's very purposeful. So again, the retailer can only advocate for the individual author so much. They'll get you the easy yeses. They're not going to get you that other 60% who are persuadable. Um, so the mindset shift to make is that when you start direct sales of any kind across fan-based platforms or whatever, you want to go for the 60% that are persuadable. So you can go for the easy yeses as well, but you also want to go for those persuadable people. And we, um, we teach that a lot. Uh, in, in really all everything we do, that's like the whole, one of the foundations of our work basically is how do you go after those persuadable people? But then we also see this in Kickstarter and people like all of our students who do Kickstarter, they are like blown away by this. They're like, Hey, this, like I did a cross, you know, I write weird Western. I cross swapped with somebody who writes like sci-fi. Um, like military sci-fi and we each got readers from each other. Like they're just so confused because everything that they've heard before that is really that, you know, weird Western people only read weird Westerns. Um, but it's, it's not true. There's, and, and like, we kind of intuitively know that as consumers, but as authors, we don't. Um, so anyway, go for the other 60% that are persuadable you're your own advocate. Your potential is likely 40 to 100x what you're making in revenue on a retailer. And so let me do the math for you. Again, that slide at the beginning, 10 to 20x the revenue per person. So instead of making $2 on an ebook, um, which is or $2 on a, from a reader who would typically just buy your ebook, you're making $25 from that same reader because they bought a paperback or they bought, you know, they bought like a a package from you. So there's that. And then there's also about 4X, the potential readers, but probably more. Because the other thing is that if you are not at the top of the charts for Sweet Romance, then your sweet romance book is still not being shown to all the sweet romance readers that Amazon has. So, you know, 
them showing your book to 20 per the 20 percent easy yeses um completely depends on how highly ranked the book is in the algorithms to begin with so the very top book in those algorithms are like let's say the top 10 books those ones are shown to all 20 you know all the whole 20 percent, all the sweet romance readers but if your book is ranked you know 100 or below then that book's not even being shown to all those people. So we say, well, you could have 4X the readers because you have the 20% easy S's and then you have the 60% persuadable, but it's actually probably more than that. Um, so people have said that Brandon Sanderson, who had a $41 million Kickstarter, um, his current Kickstarter, he has a Kickstarter going right now for like mini figurines. Um, but this was one that he did at the beginning of the year and it was called Four Secret Novels, if you want to look it up. People in the publishing industry, traditional, um, indie, hybrid, everybody said, Brandon Sanderson's a unicorn. No one else can do this. And it's really not true. I don't think he's a unicorn. I think he just understands this math, this 40 to 100x. Um, and he's very committed to direct sales. Uh, one of the most committed traditionally published authors to direct sales that I have ever seen. He has a team of 15. He has a warehouse. Um, he has so many things that where he was already so committed to direct sales before he did this Kickstarter. Thank you so much for hanging out with Monica and Russell on the Kickstart Your Book Sales podcast. If you found this episode helpful, make sure to visit kickstartyourbooksales.com slash free to download our best resources to help supercharge your author career and take it to the next level starting today.